Hi, everyone, and welcome back to ICE Podcast, ICE's show for schools and the wider community. I'm Mike Broadstock. The turmoil of the last few years left many of us, school staff, students and parents, feeling a little bit broken. On today's episode, Shane Green explores transformative repair, an arts program which takes broken things and remakes them into something beautiful. And he discovers how educators are using it to make a difference in their school communities. Here at Independent Schools Victoria, we always aspire to create programs that will make a meaningful difference to the lives of those within our school communities across Victoria. Amid the global challenges we've faced in recent years, the standout being COVID-19, we wanted to find a way to support schools, students and teachers. And so, with the help of our colleagues at Harvard University's Project Zero, the idea of a program to help communities repair themselves was born. The program is called Transformative Repair and is inspired by the Japanese art movement Kintsugi, where broken pottery pieces are put back together with gold lacquer that highlights the damage rather than hiding it. Dr. Flossie Chua from Project Zero at Harvard University is helping lead this highly successful pilot program. She talks about how the pilot has been implemented at Kerry Baptist Grammar School. So I'm the project lead for this wonderful initiative with ISV. That whole idea for the project came from our sense that there is something fairly broken in the world that we live in, you know, across, particularly with the bushfires, you know, with the pandemic and all that. And we really wanted to think about how we might encourage people to look at damage in a different way. Damage that could be transformed in some way so that it could be inspiring us to look at it as a part of our lived experience. So the hope for this project is that we are going to encourage young people to look intentionally at damage, to think about what that, why that damage matters, not only to them, but to their community and to the world, and to think about how they could transform it in a way that highlights the damage, but also brings out the beauty of how we have come out of it and how that could be a way for us to recalibrate our relationship to things in the world and to recalibrate how we function as human beings. Kerry Baptist Grammar School joined the pilot with the Year 7 cohort. Flossie and a team from ISV returned to the school to see how they were going with the project. So at Kerry Grammar, they have already started on transformative repair as part of their visual art program for the one entire year level. And it's been exciting for us to see how they ran with the tools and the activities. The activities are not intended to be lockstep. So we have seen how the Kerry team has really transformed in, you know, the tools that we have and added things that are interesting. For example, they invited an artist in residence to work with the students. They also tied it very nicely to their school's vision on sustainability. So that became a theme that ran through the program that they had with their students. So we are, we are here to learn from them. We are here to see what they have done and to see ways that we can further improve the program. We're excited about the second phase that they're running over the next few months, and I believe we'll continue to learn from them. The Kerry students who took part in transformative repair were given the task of creating a model featuring broken household objects. Student Ava and her group made a model of a beach that featured a broken teacup, a tap, and a soy sauce fish, among other things. Art is a really good way to bring out some issues that words can't describe. It was just so enjoyable and I really just loved collaborating with a ton of other kids my age and it was really fun just sort of, well, getting out of class, but also just 
here and being creative and bouncing ideas off each other and just seeing other people's and your own artwork just come to life. I've really got a newfound respect for broken objects and I always think, I look at things and I go, how can I fix that? And I just think it's a really, really interesting way of giving a new life to old objects. The leadership team at Kerry felt the need for transformative repair in their school and became committed to the project from the start. Here is Kerry Principal, Jonathan Walter. We've been really keen to get involved in the transformative repair project just because it's a beautiful way of us, I guess, acknowledging the brokenness that is in our community, which we've seen flow out in all sorts of different ways over the last couple of years. But it moves it into a more productive space in the sense that we can acknowledge that things are not perfect, but there is some beauty that can come out of us focusing on the imperfection and looking for ways to find opportunities or ends, if you like, to make things better as a result of focusing on what we can improve and what we can focus on. During their visit to Kerry Grammar, the ISV team walked around the campus marvelling at what the students had created. ISV's Arts Learning Executive Anne Smith, who was leading the project with Flossie, describes how she felt seeing the work. It's been amazing. What they've come up with is truly, I think, exceeding any expectation we had. We've obviously been working on the pilot materials for a while to come up with not just the arc, the three elements, the explore, transform and storify, but also the various activities that sit under each of those headings. And to see them kind of take shape and form in a school is very exciting. I think it gives them a really great context to step into where they can think about what might be broken in the world and what they can do to fix it. It makes them active agents for change, thinking about how they can make positive steps to change the future. And also, you know, where does hope dwell for them? It gives them a space to hope. Even though it's just a small object and they're going through this process, it is quite powerful in providing that for them. Another school starting the pilot has been Christian College Geelong. There, they decided to bring their teaching staff on the transformative repair journey first. Christian College Geelong have taken a different approach. The principal, Glenn McKeeman, has asked us to work with a group from his leadership, middle school leadership team first, um, so they can then share the project at the staff conference at the beginning of 2023. So by delivering it and working comprehensively with a group of teachers, we're hoping to enable them to facilitate and work with students in the future. Christian College Geelong Principal Glenn McKeeman explains the school's interest in the program. Well, it began, Flossie did a presentation for a group of principals and shared a little bit about the whole notion of that possibility for people in the school setting to look at life through a different lens that helps us to think about the challenges in life in a, in a different way and to create an opportunity for us to have conversations around that. So we jumped at it. It's a close fit with our context in terms of us being a Christian school. We understand that notion of people being broken and the challenges that life can bring, but that's not what defines you. And to see that some of those points in your life can be opportunities for growth and to look back at those and to see you know, how 
through images, through artwork, through expression, that that's a way that we can see the wholeness of ourselves. And I think these initiatives are really important because what they do is they provide, uh, I think, a really good platform from which to launch that learning or that conversation with, with people that's underpinned by some, you know, really authentic research, but then something that you can put in teachers' hands that they can then grab hold of and transform that into our context and make it work for whatever setting. Our teacher, Diane Martin, is pleased the teachers of the college have had the chance to have a go with the Transformative Repair Program first and says this top-down approach may benefit the students. I think it's exciting that we're doing it with teachers and I think what we said before was, you know, we, we often do stuff, PD and development programs that are about the kids and I'm a big fan of Parker Palmer, you teach who you are and I think this is going to help teachers connect to who they are and I think it will help teachers by connecting to who they are actually inform their practice in different ways. So that's kind of exciting I think um, that it's not as we're thinking and going through this with our staff, it's not going to be about how do you how do you engage the kids but how do you engage yourself and then what does that do to your teaching? There are three phases to the transformative repair program explore, transform and storify, tell the story. During a four-day session at Christian College Geelong, a group of teachers were given the time and space to explore their campus for damage. Then they discussed the damage and ideas for how it could be transformed. So we did a walk around of inside the buildings and we were looking, I think, started with looking for literal damage, you know, cracks in the walls, bits missing and all that stuff that happens. But um, it also, I started noticing things that were broken in different ways. So, you know, we went to the art room, we had a look at the sinks and the sinks are covered in paint and some of the taps are covered in paint and broken. And the way that kids perceive damage is interesting and, and the value they then place on it. If it's damaged, it's not worth anything. So the transforming repair gives an opportunity for that. But I also started taking photos of like we had some windowsills in one of the classrooms and there was a, a cup with a banana in it and a pencil there and just that idea of that lack of care for a space, you know, and actually we're damaging the space by leaving our food there or, you know, not putting things away or not looking after things. I don't think we pay attention to how we view brokenness and we um, expect things of kids that we don't expect of ourselves, which, you know, all the teachers out there watching this would probably not like. But I think sometimes we have these expectations of our students and we, we never stop and go, if I held myself to that same account, you know, would I match up? Do I, you know, am I practising what I preach? So I think by getting teachers to look at this and looking at how we view damage from a personal level, again, as I think I said before, it comes back to then how do we then translate that for the kids? And I think that's a really important opportunity for staff to, to think about and to learn from. Dr Flossie Chua explains the long-term vision for the Transformative Repair Program in schools. So we are hoping that the schools, when they take the transformative repair project on, they will find ways in which they can move their students, you know, towards a vision of a more sustainable, a more beautiful, a more joyful world, that they have agency in that world and they could transform something that other people have discarded or, you know, have deemed as irreparable or damaged and to feel that there is something they could do about it and to look at value of things, you know, beyond just perfection. We are hoping that students can begin to see that perfection is not really the end of life. That's not the reason why we are doing this, but that there is beauty in everything that we do and that we should embrace that. 
Philosophy of a Losing Arts program could deeply impact students and genuinely affect the way they approach challenges in life. I think young people will become more agentic about the, the challenges that they experience in life. Uh, think about climate change, it's huge. You know, and it's really challenging for young people to think about what they could do. We know that there is something um, called um, eco-anxiety, which is now deemed to be an actual psychological illness, uh, where people feel just flawed by this idea of, you know, there's so much damage around in the environment. What can I do about it? I cannot do something about it. Therefore, you know, I feel helpless and I, I get depressed about it. So when you give young people the agency and the tools, it becomes the way they think. It frames who they are and it helps them internalise all these ways of thinking that will propel them forward in a very uncertain and challenging world. At Independent Schools Victoria, we've loved seeing how our participating pilot schools have engaged with transformative repair, in particular the way they have chosen pathways that mean the most to them. This is the great thing about working with arts-based programs such as Transformative Repair. There's a chance to personalise the work and craft your own story of damage and repair. The materials for Transformative Repair allow schools to take a plug-and-play approach to explore, transform and storify their own journeys of damage discovery and repair. We look forward to making the program available to more schools in mid-2023. To find out more, follow the links in the show notes. Students and educators can get a taste of the powers of transformative repair at this year's Arts Learning Festival, which ISV is launching in the coming weeks. There will be a series of arts learning opportunities over the coming months aimed at exciting the imagination of students and educators. Our first three events include the Art as Repair Party and Exhibition on May 11, where images of damage in our own world will get students thinking about the need for repair before they engage in their own art-making activity. On May 10 and 11, students will get to unpack works of art from the Australian Muslim Artist Art Prize, an annual showcase that celebrates the creative breadth and cultural diversity of Muslim artists before creating works of their own. And on May 10, senior secondary students in music and technology and their teachers We'll get an insider's view of the vital role music composition plays in movies and computer games from internationally renowned screen composer Mark Byers. They'll learn about the processes behind recording and composing for the big screen and explore potential career pathways. And that's it for this episode of Eyes Podcast. We're going to leave you with this ominous and evocative excerpt from the movie soundtrack to Surrogate by screen composer and arts learning festival presenter Mark Byers.
Highest Podcast is brought to you by Independent Schools Victoria and presented by Natalie Matafas, Shane Green and me, Michael Broadstock. This episode was produced by Tess van der Eet and Duncan McLean. Our podcast theme was composed and performed by Duncan and there are transcripts of our show with links to what we've discussed at podcast.iseducation.com.au. Please follow us wherever you get your favourite podcast and while you're there, we'd love it if you could rate and review the show so more people can find us just like you.